last time on Fantasy Adventure Machine. Okay, so maybe the thing in 1875 is getting a little bit bigger. Char, there is a knight inside your room. Char screams. Why are you in my room? Who are you? To the White House. Gosh. To the White House. Which one? <laughs> what do you mean, which one? That house is white. That house is white. <laughs> that house is... <laughs> Dude, Mr. Page, all we need from you is to know why you don't like Irish people. And then we will leave. I think this might be the time when we actually kidnap him. Dudes, dudes, please dudes. I am on my way, good citizen. All right, Dr. Van Helsing, you're alone with the receptionist. You told your team to run. What do you want to do next? I want to try to calm down the receptionist. Okay, as long as you can tell me only true statements, I will let you use rapport. If you make any <laughs> statements that are not true, it becomes deceived. Mm -hmm. I approach the receptionist and I say, I am so sorry. I lied to you about who we were because I was afraid that you would not let us speak to the representative if we told you the truth. I am a doctor. I was here with my friends, who you may have noticed are a little bit different than the <laughs> average person. Please, please, the representative will be fine. There's no need to worry. Okay, that last statement is kind of skirting the truth here. That's really, that's really <laughs> close. I need you to roll rapport before I change my mind. Okay. Uh, plus three, good. Okay. And if I have to, I'll use a fate point. Where it stands now, she will not hit you with the typewriter. If you want a better result, use a fate point. Yeah, I'll use a fate point. I'm going to use my aspect, aged doctor, time lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she heavily drops the typewriter back on the desk. I suppose I can let the constables sort you out. Are you there, doctor? Were you brought here against your will? You seem like a very nice old man. You were also am... abducted from your home. <laughs> I am uh, kind of the leader of the of the group. I, I am a, a friend to these people, and yes, I do attend to their needs as much as I can. Are they really supposed to be outside the hospital? I was under the impression that it would be safe, but things did not go how we planned today. The the Capitol Police uh, rush into the room, and okay. uh, the secretary points to the window and indicates that uh, they went that way. And the police go around you. You have a little bit more time to talk before our good friend Sir Knight shows up. Why do you use it as a threat? <laughs> because you're coming after us. Like, you've clearly indicated that you're after us. I think I'll just say to the receptionist that I will help the police. Then I want to just follow the police. <laughs> like I'm trying to help. Like a concerned citizen. <laughs> Okay. I will go after them. I think I know where they are going. And then go out the window with the police. All right. Uh, the police help you out the window. Nice. Avoid that roll. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Are we to assume that the police came in the front door of the offices, through into the office door, and directly out of the window and just kept going in a stream out of the <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd say that you bought yourself uh, a bit of time as a head start. For okay. sure. Look, this is a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Anything can happen. Hold on, specimen chapter. We're going to get you to that safe house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are going to enter into a challenge. 
to escape the police. If you can get two successes in a row, we'll just drop the thing. You do have a head start, so you can have up to three failures before you get two successes. Effie, yes. how do you evade the police? I want to say something silly, but I feel like you'll make me pay for it. Indeed you will. <laughs> I will only make you roll according to the things that you tell me. What is the uh, setting like? Are there trees? There are trees lining the road. They're not particularly large at this point in time. Maybe 20 feet high. What about a fence? You definitely can find a fence to hop over if you decide to stay away from the roads. Are there any people around? So you are currently running down the slope away from the capital. Unless you're on a road, you are not going to run into anyone just yet. But by the time it gets to you, Shar, we definitely can have some people. All right, I want to avoid roads. Let's make this as hard for the police as possible. Okay. Should we, I mean, I can do a little booster flying thing and no one else can do that. So I feel like if I try, I'm going to make this hard for my Go for it. fellows. Okay, let's, uh, let's do some athletics for some booster rocketing. Okay. Where do you want a booster rocket to? The other side of an opaque fence. Okay. As you're running down, you come across a large fence, and behind it is one of the larger houses on the street. And you definitely can make a jump over this fence. It's a very high white fence. There's a few small boys outside painting this fence. There is one who is <laughs> sitting back eating an apple while the other one's painting. <laughs> Is this is, like Huck Finn or something? Because like, <laughs> I remind you, I'm not American. Is my pursuit mode still active? Your pursuit mode is so still active. Okay. In which case, I have seven. I'm not even going to roll. The cops can't possibly roll that high. Congratulations. <laughs> First success. You jet over the fence and you land in a very nice garden. There are a few surprised gardeners. You had been uh, working on tending to the spring flowers. You continue running. You have one success. Char, you come to this fence. What's your plan to help evade the cops? Do I see any laundry hanging around on the houses of the street? Yeah, um, if you go just down a little bit from where the giant fence is, there is a picket fence and there is a black woman hanging laundry. Did we account for the fact that- What I would like to do to evade the police is be able to get some laundry and then use my hardcore contour stunt. So I will go and approach the woman hanging up laundry and I will say, Hi, you don't know me, but I am trying to avoid the police- who are not being nice to me today, and they think that I did something that I did not do. So do you think that I could borrow like a dress or even a blanket or something just for like, I don't know, a little bit, and I promise like I'll give you my word as an honest person that I'll give it back? Okay, I have one question for you. Uh-huh. Do you intend to return it? Yes. Okay, roll report. Oh, that's a plus six. Okay. Now, missus, are they causing you problems undo? Yes, absolutely. Al, you take this. This is my favorite dress. And I've oh, never God. had a man say no. <laughs> I've never had a man say no. Oh my, <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're the nicest person that I've met all day. Thank you so much. I promise I'll give it back. Logan um, saying I've never had a man say no is my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> 
Uh, and then Char, Char puts the dress on and then takes out her, like, compact that stays in her pocket at all times and makes sure that her makeup is, like, extremely plain, just like the times, and then pulls up her hair so that it's in a knot uh, on the top of her head. Okay, you do this in a fantastic speed, and as the uh, cops are getting up to the row of fences, uh, you're back on the other side of the fences to greet them. Let's just have uh, one roll for Deceive with your hardcore contour. (laughs) (laughs) Stunt. Um, Cool. So I have a plus three to Deceive. My hardcore contour stunt gives me plus two, and I rolled a minus one, so I get a plus four. All right. Here comes my roll. Yeah, act this out for me. What's going on? Oh, well, how are you gentlemen today? I'm, I'm sorry, miss. We're in a terrible hurry. There's uh, some miscreants who've abducted Representative Page again. Oh, my again. goodness. <laughs> again. <laughs> you know, it's getting a little bit hard to believe that one man could cause so much trouble up on Capitol Hill. Well, I, I, I don't like to take, talk po- politics on the job, but we generally uh, agree with, with him, as the president does, but uh, but he certainly has had a strange few weeks. Well, mighty good luck to you. I think, if I'm remembering correctly, that uh, just behind that bend in the road there is, is where I saw a little bit of commotion, but I don't know if it's connected to Mr. Page at all. Your country thanks you for your service. And I thank you for yours. <laughs> and uh, congratulations. We have two successes. As I promised, the challenge is over. Woohoo! Nice. We did and, it. And uh, the, uh, the three of you will be able to regroup at your own leisure. I have a few other people who are hanging out with NPCs still. <laughs> so uh, we're on the lamb. Let's deal with that. Yeah. When the police are like truly, truly gone, Char takes off the dress and gives it back to the woman and uh, thanks her with sincerity. Now, did I not tell you that that dress always works? You are a lifesaver. <laughs> uh, can I ask your name? My name is Susanna. Susanna. I'm going to remember you the rest of my life. Moon walks away to go meet up with everyone else. Dr. Van Helsing, you are involved in this police chase that has uh, gotten waylaid and you find yourself down a rather unsavory street with a handful of police officers. I think I would just, uh, since they're probably at kind of a hurried pace, I would try to maybe not even act like I was getting tired and just try to, you know, fall behind. <laughs> okay. I do need a deception roll from you. Come on. I'm, I'm old. I am, I am tired. If you'd like to, I'm happy to give you an aspect of old and tired that you can invoke here for free with the exchange that I can later invoke it for free. Yeah, I would like, I think I will take this deal. Okay, go ahead and roll your deceive. I actually had a good roll, so that's going to be with the aspect to me plus four. (laughs) Well, these cops don't roll for garbage, so... uh, (laughs) Ah! As you, uh, that's that's my second negative three in a row. These idiots have rolled. Oh no! <laughs> Which I'm honestly fine with. As your friend, as a DM, it would have been funnier if other things had happened. But uh, <laughs> all right, as you slow down, one of the police officers takes your arm and attempts to help you go on. Oh no, officer! <laughs> Please continue. I will only slow you down. oh no (laughs) you you can see he looked he looks plenty uh nervous and anxious to get on anyway he says 
Well, if you insist. And then he instantly drops your arm and keeps moving. Yes. Sir oh, Knight. The policemen are so nice here. You are with Jimmy and John still. Ah, uh, yes. Jimmy, John. <laughs> no, Jimmy and John. They're two different guys. Hey, if Jimmy's out of the Capitol and I'm out of the Capitol, can I take my sword back? Uh, he is holding <laughs> it. Would you like to try and take it from him? I would like to tell the cops around me. Good sirs. If I know any better, they're going back to their chariot. <laughs> if I would like... I shall lead thou there. Okay, uh, just roll me some rapport to convince these cops that uh, you're being sincere. Pulling my rapport, and that is a four. Yep, <laughs> nope, that's great. Um, Jimmy and John and you will all be able to head back to the ship, but you are going to get there after everyone else. Okay, and may I have my sword back now that we're out of the federal building? Well, I suppose that's only right. <laughs> and you get your sword back. I thank thy... The hell kind of cops are these? They just give a random dude in the Knights Harbor a sword back. <laughs> hey, there's a festival next week. <laughs> I shall have my helmet back. <laughs> so these he guys like uh, just incorrigible thieves. They're stealing helmets. They're stealing congressmen. What next? I don't rightly know. They somehow stole my time. Profound. Truly profound. J- Jimmy, are you sure this is really a good idea? Well, heck, he hasn't lied to us yet. He did break down that Capitol building door. I mean, I'm sorry about that. There was a citizen in need. And that's a very reasonable response. See, what do you say, John? (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Thank you, Jimmy John. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, What are the rest to be like? Hmm, Jimmy John. Uh, this episode is not brought to you by Jimmy John's. Yeah, not a sponsor. But it could be. Hi, hit us up. <laughs> Nor is it brought to you by Subway. Somehow we've managed to have oh two different gosh. sandwich places in one episode. <laughs> what can I say? I get hungry when we record, okay? Like... <laughs> same. Same. Okay, you get back to uh, the statue of Ronald Reagan, and uh, there's a small service entrance for some reason in the base of it, and you go in. Hey, Sue, how do you get here? Oh, I just stood really still and pretended to be a statue and they ran right past me. It was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Something about my Adonis physique. It's fine. <laughs> um, as they walk in, Char kind of calls out. She's like, hey, so I think that the police might still be following us. So can we have like some surveillance on or something? Like, does anyone know how to do that? Oh, you guys are back. Did we do it already? Can we go? Well, uh, we kidnapped someone. <laughs> oh. Where am I putting this specimen, man? Do we have a safe room for, uh, Paige? We have a brig. Definitely is a brig. Hey, Beth, could you make yourself look like the inside of, like, a building in this time period or something? Beth can roll resources for that, I think. We did it in the holiday episode, guys, so. Oh, I rolled plus four! Nice. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, Beth, you've had this uh, sort of like holographic upgrade that you've been working on behind the scenes, just in case things like this happen again. And uh, this is your first time to put it into practice and it works. Of course I can do that, Miss Shar. How dare you question my abilities? All right. The inside of the ship now looks like just another part of uh, 19th century Washington, D.C., here you go. We've reached the safe house, Mr. Bookend. 
Mr. Bookend? She's referencing different kinds of pages. Or things that have to do with pages. Got it. Okay. I understood, Sarah. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. Dude, I have no idea. Like, what the heck do you think you're doing to me? Do you know I'm I'm a sitting U.S. representative? Hey, guys, I'm going to step out a bit. I don't think he likes me, so. I mean, you are the only one who didn't actually threaten him with violence. Yeah. Hey, Effie. Yes. And then Char goes to whisper. I say we just kind of like leave him in a room for like, I don't know, 20 minutes. And then maybe come back with like, I don't know, a snack. <laughs> Let's take him to the uh, hollow deck and have it play a simulation of the uh, potato famine. And then we'll bring him some chips. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds good. Okay. Okay. Have him be in an Irish pub. Oh, Make you really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes, I kind of love that. <sighs> Irish pub? Irish pub? Irish pub? Irish pub? Irish pub? Okay, go. Irish pub. All right. Yeah. You open the door to the brig, which is now <laughs> decorated like an Irish pub. Here you go, Mr. Representative, sir. The safe house like I promised. Remember, I'm undercover. Dude, could you have brought me somewhere that's not a brothel? Like, not really into that, bro. I mean, we had to think about where would be the last place that sword-wielding maniac would look for you. And since you've made it common knowledge that you dislike Irish people, we chose this location as a safe house. I never said I didn't like Irish people. It's just I have to watch out for the moral integrity of my community and... Simply put, while I always knew that Chinese women were all prostitutes, I recently learned, bruh, that also Irish men are mostly gay prostitutes. How did you learn that? Because, like, that's different than what I was taught. So I'd love to know your sources. (sighs) If I tell you, can you please just, like, kill that (laughs) sword-wielding maniac, bro? And then we can uh, all go home? You know, I don't know about killing, but we can definitely calm him down and make him target someone else, at least. Uh, fine, fine, fine. So, uh, <laughs> so I was told by like uh, one of my bros that there was this really cool new hangout place, like a bar in town. But I went into it, and uh, there were these Irish men who were like sitting there kissing each other. And uh, so, obviously, like I didn't know that many Irishmen back in California, but uh, that's pretty sus, man. You know what I'm saying? So I I talked to some of my buddies in Congress, and we're like, you know what, bro? Also, we're going to have to get rid of the Irishman, and that's the only way we're going to save California. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Okay, we're going to have to, like, get back to you. Uh, you should still stay here in this safe house for just a little a little bit. Uh, we'll be back. You're really messed up, dude. Yeah, just whatever you do, don't go to the Haven, man. It's, it's iffy. The Haven, huh? So we need to immediately go to the Haven, everyone? You're a very toxic personality. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Nobody's ever called me like toxic before. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> Toxic's like sick, right? <laughs> uh, just real quick before we leave you for a little bit. Have you by chance been taken by strange people before? Oh, uh, so <laughs> about that, right? Uh, I-, I went to this, uh, this gay brothel, right? And like, I couldn't tell him that I did it intentionally. So I, I told him I was, I was kidnapped by, uh, gay Irish ninjas and taken there against my will. And that's how I learned about it. Oh, <laughs> oh I thought God. it was pretty smart, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. And this was Haven. 
Yeah, no, don't go there. Like, I don't know, unless maybe you're kind of into that. And I'm not going to judge because you've got a lot of guns. <laughs> I do. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, we've got to step out for a sec. And then Char leaves and is motioning for Effie and Zoo to also leave the room. I'm just going to keep him company and maybe give him a... We should try and get him over all his bad stigmas while we're gone. Maybe Beth can play a video for him. Yeah, I'll stay with them and sort of drinks <laughs> in the back. So, like, who wants to go and check out this really hopping gay Irish pub? Uh, yeah, I'm always down to go to a pub. I mean, the last place we went to, I didn't get to finish my beer before we had to, like, leave, so... It's true, it's true. Yeah, um, who, who's coming? I will stay here with Mr. Page. All right, so Effie has to stay behind um, in case the night comes. Okay. Zoo, so I think I owe you, like, a couple of drinks because really? I think that I was part of the reason why you were not able to finish your drinks before. So I can go with you to the pub. I mean, you know, gay bars are, like, <laughs> all the rage. Yeah, fanning them. That sounds great. All right, let's do that. You guys watch out for the crazy night guy, Effie. Maybe don't wear his helmet in the battle if he shows up. Just saying. Uh, Maybe yeah, all I right, should we'll put get going. his helmet on a stick in front of a different <laughs> building so that he gets confused. <laughs> uh, that'd be amazing. We'll see you all later. Okay. Bye. All right. Asking around after Haven actually gets pretty quick results. Everyone uh, that you talk to seems to know where it is. And you get put and you get sent to one of the more moderate parts of Washington, D.C., and certainly one of the newest parts of Washington, D.C. When you get onto the street, the first thing that catches your eye is a large group of people standing outside a building that looks like all the others, except for it has a neon sign in blue and pink that says The Haven. Hey, Sue, I think it might just be me, but I'm not so sure that neon signs are popular at this point. Do they even exist? I don't know. Aren't we you like a doctor Beth. or something? I mean, yeah, but like of zoology, not of like neon sign his history. <laughs> okay, well, sorry for thinking that you were really smart. That's all right. It happens all the time. Uh, the people are standing around the sign, not necessarily going in. Hey, Beth, is the haven coming up as like an anomaly of any kind? There are actually temporal signatures all over this city that are not currently matching up. As for the haven, I am aware that neon was unveiled in 1910 so that is so you can feel safely assured that that is one of the largest signals here uh you know you know love that would have been really really great to know before we started the mission my scans take time zoom <laughs> all right all right fine fine and I take i'm sorry I'm that like, you yep, expect to have weird. everything at your fingertips all at once all the time without <laughs> Just... even asking me the question in the first place all right, for the future, if the place we're going to is a temporal jigsaw puzzle, a heads up. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, You can probably just expect that it is anyway, Mr. Zuman. <laughs> all right, fair, fair. Okay, so Sha, yeah, it's weird. Let's go in. The crowd outside is not all pushing to get in, but rather admiring the neon sign. So you're <laughs> able to push to the front and enter without any real difficulty. Gosh, these people smell. <laughs> When you open the door, uh, you're first greeted by more electric lights, which you can also assume probably not supposed to be around right then. It's got a, a dark, moody interior using some modern materials that, once again, don't really belong. And you do see a few men and women sitting together in a way that you would assume to be uh, couples, and they might not otherwise be doing. And then 
you hear a sound. Shar, hey girl, oh my goodness, I didn't expect to see you here. A woman, dark red hair, uh, a vulpine face, and a lovely red dress. All I can, all I can hear is vulpix instead of vulpine. <laughs> Pushes out from behind the bar, uh, and Shar, this is someone you know. This is another person from your influencer time. This is Amber Igdala. Oh my god, <laughs> Amber, did you lose weight? You look so good. Oh my goodness, like, thank you so much for saying it. I'm always working on improving just like you. And oh, honey, what happened to your face? Oh, don't worry. This was just a disguise because I was running from the police. Like, you know, that time back in 2018, <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> I think he means the giant scars. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but I love that that's where Char went first. Uh, don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, Can I ask what you're doing here? This is so random. I know, right? I... Like, I didn't really expect to see you here either, but I was seeing all your posts about traveling through time and people were saying it's not a real thing. But I knew, I knew that you wouldn't pull out on us for that long. So I went around and I asked all of the Amber fans to find someone who looked like they didn't belong. And this guy had a really weird suit on. And so, you know, they took him and I got the suit and he told me all about how to use it because he's such a dear. And also I can control people's minds now, just like you. It's very exciting. And I figured, what should I do with time travel? I should make safe places for LGBTQ people in different eras. And this was my first stop. Oh, my God. Amber, I worship you. I, like, oh super, God. super appreciate what you're doing. Um, By the way, this is my friend, Dr. Archibald Zuman. Oh. He's a doll. Aren't you just... Listen, Um, could you maybe... Uh, would you like to wait bar while I talk with Char? Uh, yeah. And, uh, she reaches up and tell me about the shirt you're wearing. So I knew that we were going to a gay bar in, uh, in this <laughs> time period place. So it's, uh, it's a rather form-fitting white button-up shirt that I have buttoned down to, like, you know, nice. four buttons down. Um, nice. I undo two more buttons and, Perfect. uh... <laughs> Head towards the back of the bar. Okay. Uh, and obviously, as an Australian, we all undergo extensive bartender training when we first turn 18. So yeah, no, I'm uh, practically obviously. a mixologist. But, uh, yeah, of course. You know, I haven't had very much chance, you know, since, you know, the days back in zoology school, I haven't had very much chance to tend bar and, you know, it's sort of how I paid my way through college, that and stripping. Nice. <laughs> Zoo from the Hens Nights. So Shark, come sit with me. We'll get some of the really good Merlot and you've got to tell me all about what you've been doing with your time travel. Oh my God. I mean, it's not even that exciting. I would just really love to hear what you've been doing. Like, I know that you said this is your first stop, but like, who's this guy that you took the suit from? Is he cute? Do you have his number? Is he here with you? You know, stuff like that. Now, so he was just like some guy, you know, uh, kind of like a little bit dumpy. I had to take some major alterations to make the suit work for me. And like, I don't wear it all the time because it's kind of bulky. And, you know, I like yeah. to show off a more natural look. Um, yeah. But he, he was super willing to just give me the time suit and stay in our time uh, when I let him borrow my mansion. Oh, my God. Your mansion? Are you sure he's taking good care of it? 
don't worry. Oh, don't worry. Marco is right there with him the whole time. I just, you know, I, I had a goal and you know how I get with goals. You know, sometimes I just get so single minded and I just yeah. needed to get that one thing and move on. And, uh-huh. you know, I'm sure when I get back, we'll have a lot of lovely talk because oh, all the time in the world. But I really needed to get through and, and, and get to right. the, the LGBTQ people who were in trouble all throughout the timeline. And uh. hey, would you like to maybe franchise with me or we could like do some sort of collab? That would be really cool, right? Oh, you know that I would be all about franchisement right now, but actually I've got my assets tied up in a little bit of like, you know, future stock. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, just out of curiosity, did the guy look anything like this? And Char pulls up a picture of Jake Baum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just just to double check. <laughs> uh, no, no, not not anything like that. I'm sorry. Is that... Is that what about this? Boyfriend? And it's a picture of Jake Baum, like, ten years <laughs> in the future. Uh, you certainly have been doing some interesting art projects with your time travel, huh? Yeah, you know, I've known this guy a long time, and he is like a grandpa to me. <laughs> and I just wanted to make sure that, like, you hadn't run into him. Oh, no, that is so sweet. I totally get it. You must have had so many fun adventures traveling through time, meeting people at different places. Uh, but no, it nothing like that. I think he had, like, uh, I don't know, red hair, maybe. Uh, and a hand-me-down suit. Mm, makes sense. Mm, makes sense. Yeah. That's awesome. So I just wanted to let you know that like I have like this side gig right now, which is super awesome. And I work with these people that like they help the timeline, which we're, you know, impacting every time we're here. Uh, They help the timeline stay good so that nothing is bad. And Mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. Like, have you thought about the timeline? Because all these people and she points to all the people at the club. All these people are way happier and have better lives because I'm here. You know, they only have that when they're inside your club, though. Oh, oh you're God. saying we need to do apartments. I mean, apartments, oh, passing, had, like, some you, good you're legislation. You're so smart, Char. I hadn't thought even. Oh, yeah. You know what? You can kind of, like, control people's minds a little bit, right? I mean, I'm an influencer, so. Uh-huh. And me, too. Why don't we go and tell everyone in Congress to start passing civil rights stuff, like, right now? And I'm going to cut the scene there. Okay. Sir Knight. Yes. You approach a statue of a, of a man that you're not familiar with in a, an odd-looking suit um, with Jimmy and Joan at your side. Odd-looking to you. You haven't been to 1980. Oh, yeah. There's a door. In the statue? There's a door in the statue. A little service hatch. Like, there's a little crawl space or something. At the same time, inside the ship, alarms start going off. Tell me, Dr. Van Helsing, Effie, what are you doing when the alarms go off? Oh, having drinks with uh, Sir Page, Mr. Page. (laughs) I'm leaning against the control bar thing. Console, that's the word. (laughs) All right. Whoa, dude, what's going on? I just want to say that like six beers in, you're kind of like a really good friend now, dude. (laughs) And like, it was a pretty good lager, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You should probably stay here, and I will go see what that sound is. Yeah, dude, just be careful, right? Don't let the night guy mess you up, yo. Oh, no worries. I was coming to save him. He doesn't know that. But he's <laughs> I yelled at him. Through the window. We Apparently, lied to him. Effie's convinced him. It's too bad. All right, Effie, you're up on the bridge. Uh-huh. 
two cops and uh, the night are approaching. What's your play? I want to go outside. I want to put Mr. Knight's helmet on the steps of the building next door. And then I want to uh, sit on Mr. Reagan's lap and pretend to be part of the statue. <laughs> Roll deceive. Okay. Two. Roll notice, Sir Knight. Uh, three. All right. I am fine to let you two get into a fate point bidding war if you want to change the results here. No, I'm fine. Okay. Uh, Sir Knight, your helmet is on the, uh, the steps of a little memorial next door to the statue. On the statue's lap, I guess he's sitting down, hadn't thought about that. Uh, Effie, the strange, perhaps circus performer, perhaps communist that you met earlier. Ha ha! I have feared her into leaving my helmet! There she is! Good coppers, take her into custody! <laughs> hey miss, I need you to come uh, down from there right now and drop any and all weapons that you might be carrying. <laughs> yeah, what he body. said. I want to do like a handstand and some circusy gymnastics on the statue. And then I want to end up with one hand doing a handstand on his head. Okay, what are you trying what are you trying to accomplish is what I actually want to know. Oh, to remind them that I'm a circus person. Go ahead and roll acrobatics, whatever. It's fine. Four. All right, four is enough to do a lot of your tricks, um, but the handstand on top of his head is not going to work out, and you are going to fall off the back. Do I at least get to do a cool roll to catch myself? Absolutely. Okay, that's fine then. Okay. You do an impressive series of acrobatics and then end up rolling backwards off President Reagan's head, and you hear from the other side, Hey, she's trying to escape! Get her! <laughs> and we're going to enter initiative rounds with the uh, the four of you. I'm just going to be like, ta-da! Okay, um, roll, well, what's your notice? Bonus? Average. Average. Sir Knight? Uh, mine is good, a plus three. Okay, uh, and the cops are also just a plus one. So, Sir Knight? Uh, Sir Knight, you have the first action here. Okay, was I able to get my helmet while she was doing her acrobatics? Yes. Cool. Then I am going to rush over there and try and detain her for the constables. All right. Uh, you're just doing a detain, so a, a grapple? Yeah. Okay, that's going to be physique versus Effie. You can use uh, acrobatics or physique to resist. Five. Oh, wow. Okay, I got a four. The opportunity for a fate point bidding war still is here. <laughs> Logan's like, please waste your fate points now. You can't defy me later. <laughs> Um, I will, I think it would be more interesting if I let it stand. Okay, so describe to me how you go to try and apprehend her, and Effie, describe to me how you escape. Backflips. Hey. <laughs> yep, I run up with both hands and realize that my shield is still in the hand that I was going to try and hold her with, and so <laughs> got in the way. And Effie? Backflips. <laughs> would you like to uh, expound? Yeah, I uh, do a backflip away from him. Backflippy, backflippy, backflippy. And while I'm backflipping, I say, I'm just a circus performer. Come see the circus. All right, Effie, since you are a hero and you were tied with the cops, I'm going to give you first go. What is your play? I want to offer the cop bouquet of flowers. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> roll resources. Yes. 
four. You have a very nice bouquet of flowers. Are there roses involved? No. What sort of flower language are we using here? It's just um daisies and Gerber daisies. Okay, we're going to say daisies mean friendship in flower language, because heck if I know. And then go ahead and roll a rapport with a plus two advantage for offering them flowers, because that's your uh, thing on the scene. I don't have rapport, and I rolled a negative one. So okay. I guess I get a one. You get a one. Effie is charming in other ways. You can spend a fate point if you like. Otherwise, the cops are going to continue what they're about to do. <sighs> like a charm someone with my circusiness. Or, <laughs> sort tell of. you yes. what, fate point. you can succeed at a cost. So you got three options. Spend a fate point, succeed at a cost, or uh, just let it stand and get attacked by cops. I'll succeed at a cost. Okay, you hold out the daisies, and Jimmy and John turn and look at each other, and then they smile and they take the daisies, and they're like, I'm so glad you decided to see the light. Now, I was hoping you could help us maybe find uh, your compatriot, though someone else who maybe escaped. Yeah, obviously you're a good upstanding citizen who was caught in over their head. Uh, we'd just like a little bit of help finding uh, our missing representative. Surely you saw something. I saw a balloon. <laughs> Roll to deceive. Team Rocket. How do you know Team I Rocket. didn't see a balloon? I might have seen a balloon. Two. Okay. Oh, really? Tell us more about this balloon. It looked like it came from a kid's birthday or maybe the circus. Uh, how is this relevant again? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what did this have to do with uh, with with Representative Page? Oh yeah, uh, Page, Page, the library. There's Are you a saying library? they took him to the Library of Congress? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That just really works out. Uh, why don't you come with us to the Library of Congress? Is he coming too? I ask, and I point at Nightman. <laughs> Nightman. <laughs> Can you think of a reason he shouldn't? No, I want him to come. Oh, that works out then. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, and the four of you depart for uh, Congress. I'm keeping an eye on that. Van, Van Helsing, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. observe this exchange. Would you like to do anything about it or go back to having drinks? <laughs> um, well, I think, yeah, I was going to be going to the door to see if I could maybe lock it. But I guess I just watched this happen from a screen. No, this seems fine, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guess what happened when we did the Christmas episode, Nathan? What? You entered the ship with the person <laughs> and then stayed there the rest of the episode <laughs> and weren't involved. So I feel like I'm seeing this pattern. Well, somebody's got me. <laughs> where Van Helsing just ends up as the babysitter. <laughs> I don't think we're done with Paige yet, so it's not like we, we can't just like leave him. You know, we can't. Just... I mean, chaos is there. Yeah, I guess he's kind of there. What do you mean, kind of? By me going, I think it would hurt more than help, most likely. I feel like Effie could get away anytime she wanted to, probably. <laughs> Just keep interrogating Paige, it's fine. Try to tell him that love between two men is fine. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I guess I would just go back. Um, yeah, I think the most important thing is to keep Paige under control. So I'm going to go back to our fake pub and I'm going to just tell Paige that it was nothing. The sound was nothing and everything's fine. Can I walk next to Dan? Sure. I like your sword. I thank thou. 
I can make swords too, but I prefer guns. <laughs> I'm still keeping an eye on thy. So, uh, where did you get your sword? Art thee talking to try and become my buddy? <laughs> uh, maybe. I'm still on the fence about thou and the compatriots. I just don't know that many people who who have swords and, um, you know, I thought we could be similar because I have a gun. <laughs> Why did thou friends try and harm Mr. Page? He's not harmed. He's having a great time with Dr. Helsing. You know, they're just uh, drinking. In the library? What? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I think we're going to cut the scene right there. (laughs) You know, dude, you're just like a really good friend, you know, bro. And like, I really want to show you like a good time around Washington. So uh, how about you and I? Like, we've done the pregame. I'm feeling really pumped. Uh, How about you and I? We're going to go out and we're going to paint the town red. Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt what must be another fantastic episode of the podcast, but here are a few words from our sponsors. Hey everyone, I'm Lloyd, the baby bird food delivery boy, and howdy doody do I have a deal for you. Have you ever gotten really hungry during a podcast recording or streaming on Twitch? Does the sound of gnashing on chips into the microphone or spoon smacking against a bowl to get the last bit of ice cream irritate you and or your audio editor? If that's the case, call up our baby bird food delivery service. One of our trained professionals will deliver food right to your door. Not only that, but they will stand off camera, chew the food, and regurgitate it right into your mouth so you can keep that audio nice and quiet. Your audience will be amazed at how silent your chewing is. Use the code FEEDME to get your first delivery absolutely free. Here at Baby Bird Food Delivery, we chew for you. This is Dan, and I want to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you find that you enjoy listening to us enough to keep coming back, would you mind giving us a rating on iTunes or Spotify? This will help others find us and bring them into the fam. If you just can't get enough of us, follow us on social media, such as Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. We hang out there too and post funny things just for you. Also, if you really want to bring someone in on that inside joke about square wombat poop, please do tell all of your friends about us. The more, the merrier. Then Helsing, I would like to know how much drinking have you been doing during your interactions with uh, Mr. Page? A healthy amount. I'm I'm not a frat boy anymore. A healthy amount, but not a frat boy amount. I had two and I'm on my third right now. Dude, I just want to know, like, I want you to know, I think you're like a really cool dude, you know? And, and like, I'm totally glad that you were the one that kidnapped me this time. And I think we've done like a pretty good amount of pre-gaming, you know, dude. And uh, I think it's, uh, it's maybe time to like go out and paint the town. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what do you, what do you mean? Paint the town. Paint, paint, paint the town? town dude i mean kind of like let loose let your hair down you know just uh act like men i am in no mood to be painting i'm actually this alcohol is a depressant and i feel quite tired okay okay dude okay i see you're, <laughs> you're a funny dude i get it i get it what i'm asking is 
do you want to go out and get more drunk someplace else? <laughs> no, if, if you remember, we are here for your safety. We, we should not leave. Yeah, but come on, dude. Like, everybody else must have taken care of things by now, right? For your safety, it is imperative that we stay here. There's no need to, to leave. We can have anything that you want brought to you. What is it that you are looking for? Okay, so uh, since you told a lie, I guess you need to roll to deceive. I don't have deceive as a skill, so that's a zero. You're lucky because I guess Horace is exceptionally drunk already. <laughs> Do you think that we could, like, find a wave around here, bro? A wave? A wave, you know, like ocean wave. Like something to ride, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yes, I believe we can. I know a secret place. I need you to put on this blindfold. Oh, you guys are so, like, CIA before there was CIA, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he does not. To be clear to everyone in the audience, hi, this is Logan. That's not something that Horace Page actually knows. This is not any sort of hint about him being from the future. I thought it was funny. Continue. <laughs> there is no CIA. Here, put on this blindfold. All right. I, I trust you, bro. You're my drinking yes. buddy now. Yes. Okay, so then with the blindfold on, I am going to take him to the holodeck, and I would like to quietly ask Beth to replicate a Georgia beach. I've heard those are very nice. Beth, what do you think? I'd like to hear the ask. Oh. You've messed this up before, so I just I just want to know how it'll go. What did I call you before that you didn't like? Bethany. Oh, I was going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, sir, Beth, uh, our prisoner is getting a little bored and was asking to leave. Instead, I thought it would be fun if we took him on a fun beach trip in the holodeck. Well, I don't see why I cannot do it, so... Okay. I have 585 beach simulations programmed already. Would you like to choose one? Uh, yes. I have and, uh... tsunami, hurricane, <laughs> bigger tsunami, <laughs> relaxing day at the beach... And hurricanes colliding in the ocean in front of you, and then you die. Those are the top four choices. Do you have hurricane tsunami by chance? <laughs> hurricane, hurricane tsunami is a very popular choice, but it is not in the top ten. Thanks. Can we choose uh, the most popular beach on your list that is in California and also safe for two people who may be slightly inebriated. Uh, would you like the romantic settings? Romantic? Uh, no, no thank you. <laughs> As you will, I have now loaded Huntington Beach 1929. It's a sunny day. You oh, may enter. Thank you very much. So I take Horace Page inside the holodeck with me and remove his blindfold. Dude, how did you get us here, dude? Like, I know this beach. Uh, Beth, did you put other people on the beach? Just curious. Yes. Oh, okay. No. Beth, could you please describe the other people on this beach? <laughs> the people are quite a ways away. They're not directly around them. So, like, if he tried to call to them, he wouldn't be able to get their attention. But they're all wearing 1929-esque bathing suits. There's definitely, like, some hidden alcohol on the beach that you may or may not be able to tell. And... Because the beach is like around noon, it's mostly women and small toddlers. All right. I appreciate that. Ooh, there's also a circus on the pier. Nice. How are the waves? Pretty relaxed. 
It's a, it's like the most prime weather you can get at Huntington Beach, which is fairly cold water, but normal wave size. Dude, look at all these women. I don't think those are like legal outfits, bruh. Uh, yeah, let's uh, not look at the women. Let's go over do the surfing. Oh, you're like a religious bro. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's okay. I respect your decision to be pure of body, bro. Thank you. Thank you so much. I have never been surfing before. Maybe you could show me? Yeah, no, that's like a requirement to be a representative from California is being able to be like a surf instructor. Oh. Uh, behind him materializes two surfboards. So uh, let's uh, let's get out there. But you're going to have to like take off your coat, brah. Otherwise, things might get a little hairy. You know what I mean? Since this is the holodeck, I assume that if I take off all of my clothes under the very bottom, there will be a um, Long John style swimming suit with uh, pink and red stripes. So are you saying that like that you have no clothes at all, but somehow... Beth is projecting a swimsuit onto you from all sides. I'm pretty sure that's how it works in Star Trek. <laughs> no, no, that's not how it works in Star Trek. Oh, they have to put on their clothes. They actually they, have to put on the clothes. put on their outfits before they go in. But mm. if you want a holographic <laughs> swimsuit, we can, we can roll. roll some dice for that. I mean, I would be keeping my underwears on. I would just like it to look like it is a swimsuit. Mm. Okay. I rolled a zero, so it's only a plus two on resources. So I, I don't know. I don't know. All right. You are going is. to occasionally clip through your swimsuit. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll leave you there for now, learning how okay. to surf. Effie, Sir Knight, please roll notice. Okay. Ooh, I got a very good roll. I got a one. I got a four. Okay. Sir Knight, you notice nothing out of the ordinary. However, Effie, as the four of you are walking into the Library of Congress, uh, you notice Jimmy, one of the cops with you, give a long look to one of the police officers who are just inside the doors. Are you saying that this is a trap? Am I saying that this is a trap? Yes. Yes, I am saying that this is a trap. If you remember correctly, you succeeded... With a consequence. A consequence. And the consequence was uh, they didn't attack you right then, and they were willing to go along with what you were saying, but they took the next available opportunity to accumulate more guards. So, what did you say your name was again? My name is Effie. Well, Effie, where is Mr. Page? Page, there's so many. Just look around you. There are many Mr. Pages? Excuse me, are any of you Mr. Page? Please raise your hand. Please stand up if you are Mr. Page. Look, Knight, Mr. Page. I don't know what Please kind of education up. you Please have. Please stand up. Please stand up. <laughs> look, Mr. Knight, I don't know what kind of education you have, but pages don't talk. I have all the education an adult needs. I don't know uh, what you think you're uh, trying to pull here, Miss uh, Circus Performer, but uh, I think uh, I think my friends and I, we're going to have a little bit longer talk with you in a little bit smaller room now, if you please. You will notice that there is now five cops who have ended up in your general vicinity. I'll just go with them. Okay. Yes, Mr. Police Officer, let us go to a smaller room. You know, you're kind of a freak. Don't say anything if you can't say anything nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sir Knight Effie, you are escorted to a small security room just off of the uh, the main floor. There is 
one lantern hanging overhead because we are way before electric lights by about 10 years showing up in Washington, D.C. And there's one folding wooden chair. I'm sure that's period appropriate. Ask me no questions. Please, lady, take thou seat. I sit down. One of the cops approaches you to tie you up. There is no need for that, good sir. She is being cooperative. Yeah, what he said. I'm being cooperative. Yeah, you'll see, uh, I generally find people start very cooperative, but when the bleeding starts, the pleading starts. Then they're very cooperative. Excuse me, did these say that I will bleed this young lady? It's what happens when you hit somebody a lot, son. With a phone book? Uh, we have established this is a year before the invention of the telephone, so no phone books will be involved. Look, I do not know where thee are from, but thy should not hit a lady. We've generally found that ladies don't kidnap representatives of the United States of America. Well, not very often. I told you I didn't kidnap him. But you know where he is. Yeah, he's here. No, no, that is, that is definitely not true. It isn't? <laughs> but I thought you said that that's where we were going to see Mr. Page. That's what you, you told, <laughs> this is very, this is a very frustrating night. I think we can maybe hold you here and go back where the knight was leading us to begin with, which was in a statue of a very strangely dressed man. Mr. Knight, you wouldn't leave a lady in distress, would you? Oh, I need to find Mr. Page. Oh, this is difficult. Well, Mr. Page needs to be found. And if thou could tell us where Mr. Page is... Look, I'm telling you, Mr. Page isn't lost, so he doesn't have to be found. He's just having a drink with his friend. At the Library of Congress? What? (laughs) No, they're not here. They're having a drink, you know, at the bar. It's that guy who said we had to go to the Library of Congress. No, I believe that I said that he was at the Library of Congress, and that's why we were coming here to meet Mr. Page. You asked me where I could find a page, and I told you that you needed to go to the library for books. I think we're having a miscommunication. (laughs) This is amazing. Uh, uh, Listen, Mr. Knight, if you're squeamish, you can step out. Oh, I am not squeamish, but (laughs) I should not hit a lady. Which bar is Mr. Page at? A high one. Are there any high bars here? Listen, buddy, uh, I don't think you get this. She's screwing with you. I'm in distress. (laughs) (laughs) Effie, you notice that buzzing that's been in your head is getting louder. You know, I've never had one of these before, but I think I'm getting a migraine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're about to get a migraine, lady, if you don't tell us where you put the representative. I didn't put him anywhere. He walked to the bar with his friend, some old guy. Will you take us to the bar or do we have to do this the fun way? They said I wasn't invited because I'm a woman. You can take us outside the bar. We will go in. (laughs) They said I walked too slow because I'm a woman. (sighs) Okay. The door opens. A man, real thin, with sandy light hair, and a suit with just one breast. (laughs) (laughs) One breast is back. Steps into the room. Mm, Yes, I've been looking for my property. Uh, You can all leave now, except for you, young lady. Okay, monobreast, whatever you say. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did you say that this lady is your property? 
Uh, lady is kind of a, uh, let's say, inaccurate term. What I really mean is cyborg assassin. Ah, uh, I don't want Effie to go with them. Assassin? Is this true, young lady? Does it seem true? You do fight well. I'm just a circus performer. Circus performer, remember? <laughs> From his single breast pocket, <laughs> he pulls out a silvery device, pulls an antenna out of the top, and points it at you, Effie. And I need you to make a will throw. Will? Three. Okay, currently you're not going to pass this check. You're missing. And I by will one. use Will of Steel. Okay. I'm going to uh, invoke your trouble, Cyborg Malware. Uh oh. Um, to increase the check DC by two. So you will need to either uh, accept that and fail or reject it and spend another fate point. I'll just say yes. I like to say yes. Yeah. Okay. As he points the device at you, you feel your head start to swim. A red filter goes over your vision. And uh, you will now obey everything this man asks you to do. Oh, that's bad. Do I notice this little device that he's using? Can I have any last words? I will allow you a last word. Can they be heard on the intercom? Sure. But I only get one? You can have several. (laughs) Can it be like must kill chaos or something? (laughs) (laughs) Help. Chaos. Not fixed. Everyone hears this over the intercom. Uh, Sir Knight, you do see this device. It does look like some sort of remote control from something that you may be familiar with. And after just a second, Effie freezes up in front of you. And the man says, kill the witnesses and follow me. Oh, no. They did say this is where the action was going to be. And uh, we're now going to enter combat. Cool. Sir Knight, you will be acting first. Okay, having noticed the um, the remote control and Effie going rigid, this is some weird sci-fi crap, but I'm going to try and get that remote control. Okay. So I'm going to try and pin the man up against the wall okay. with my shield. So that is a, sorry, seven. Okay, um, you go to pin this man up against the wall with your shield. And he uh, looks like he gets pinned for a second and then phases out and ends up standing next to you. What devilry is this? This man is clearly a villain. What did you do to Miss Evie? Uh, He uh, looks at you for a second and he says, Now, sir, I think you and I both know that Effie is a communist assassin and I need to take her into custody for the good of everyone. I simply insist that you stand down. And I need you to roll Will, please. Oh, Will's not that great for me. Uh, that's not bad roll. A plus three. Okay. Um, so this is a four shift hit to your Will. Oh. Or you can just do what he says and stand down. Hmm. Nah, I'm a superhero. I don't stand down. Okay. okay. <laughs> so uh, that will give me a mild consequence then. Okay, uh, your mild consequence is befuddled. This man's words just worm their way inside your mind. And even though it doesn't necessarily make sense, you can't find it in yourself to entirely disbelieve what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, Effie, you have a target-rich environment. Okay, I aim for the cop that was threatening to hit me. Okay, I'm going to insist that you take lethal actions here. I will turn my arm into a garrote. 
Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll shoot. But I'm not going to shoot it at him. I'm... You turned it into a garot. Go ahead and roll shoot. I got three negatives and a plus. I got two. Okay. In some part of your mind, you're like, yes, I'm going to grapple him. As soon as the garot comes out, it launches from your arm like razor wire straight at neck level. However, John is able to duck out of the way. So I don't do any damage? You don't do any damage, no. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> I said they were a circus performer. Eliminate witnesses. All right. Uh, the cops go. Two of them are going to attempt to hold you down, Effie. So please roll physique for me. I got a one. Hilariously, you succeed at not being grappled because I rolled a negative three. So explain to me how you throw off these two cops. Like a badass? <laughs> okay. Uh, the it's beauty of your descriptive language. Astounds me. I've taken aback. <laughs> Two more of the police go after the man in the one-breasted suit, and he is easily able to evade them without seeming to move hardly at all. And the fifth one runs for the hall. He's just become your target of choice for the next round, Effie. The one who ran into the hall? Yes. Okay. And we are back to Sir Knight. Oh, really? Okay. Hmm? I still want that remote control. Would it be physique to take that out of his hand? Yes. Cool. Okay. Even if she is a communist assassin, thy said that thou own her. So that is a plus six. Okay. I am invoking your befuddled consequence to boost him and he is able to keep it out of your grasp. And uh, then he's going to say, now listen, young man, I know that all this is very confusing for someone out of time like you, but trust me, my organization can find a place for someone like you who wishes to stop the evil rampages of people against time and against nature. And I need you to roll Will again. Gosh. Ooh. That is actually a great a plus four. Okay. This is a three shift hit. Gosh. <laughs> Uh, now I know how Keith felt. Okay, I'm taking a moderate consequence. Okay, uh, your moderate consequence is shaken faith, and I'm excited to give you your last consequence on the uh, next round. Effie, you have a target, yeah. someone who's running for help. I try to tackle the target. Okay, roll shoot. Dude, why am I rolling so crappy? Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I rolled three negatives. Logan's terrible rolling is also working in our favor. I got a I one. He's you rolling really well for that one guy. Uh, congratulations. Oh, you tackle this man to the floor, pull out your gun arm, and blow his head off. <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> All right, everybody. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks so much for being with us for another episode. Now, don't forget, Aunt Sam's Muay Thai tournament is coming up this weekend. So please show up with towels to help wipe off the blood. Mm-hmm.